You're listening to Costume Closet Chats with Waco Civic Theater. Hi, I'm Sigrid Massey. I am the public relations intern at Waco Civic Theater. My name is Clarissa Pompa, and I am the diversity outreach coordinator and the PR slash social media creator for the Waco Civic Theater. It's a really long double title. We all wear a lot of different hats. We in wear this, so many hats building especially the like especially during december when we are decorating the lobby and we're we've all painted sets before and oh yeah we've but we've made it we've made it to december we've made it to december it's My been goodness. a wild journey more yeah. on that later uh, <laughs> it's been a wild time i've only been here for just a few few short months but my goodness I can't believe, like, we're already here. I know. It's gone by so fast. You were here for two shows and for for a lot of other, like, events and movie nights. Like, my goodness. Yes. It's been a a fun few months. I've had a lot of fun here. But, But, I mean, we're going out with a bang this month. We are. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited for our last couple of shows of 2021. And we're going to be talking a little bit more in another episode about kind of a recap of the season that's happened so far but i'm excited for these last couple shows there is a lot happening i'm pulling up my calendar right now to make sure i don't miss anything because let me tell you so by the time this episode comes out we will have already had our best christmas pageant ever uh, that is our first of three holiday shows um and that is running for four days at the time of recording sunday is completely sold out and it has been completely sold out for at least like two weeks like closing matinee sunday is the most popular one and it is no seats that is amazing yeah and there's a significant amount of seats in our theater yeah yeah, so we're to be sold out. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive. It's the north section, like that's one of those ones where it's like, hey, the north section is good seats. Go buy them. Well, yeah, that section is filled up on Sunday. I don't know uh, what the tickets look like. I think we have like seventy seats left in total across like the rest of the weekend. So that's not even just like one show. We like that's all shows combined. All shows last at last count like a couple days ago, we only had seventy seats left for the entire weekend. Wow. So yeah. what what makes this show so popular? Can you tell me a little bit about it? So Best Christmas Pageant Ever is one of the annual shows that we do. Uh, and this woman, Trudessa, is the person who's been in charge of it um, for the entirety of its run at the Civic, I believe. Uh, we've had it for about five years. And it's this story about this church putting on their Christmas pageant. And the woman who's in charge of it uh, has an accident. She There is a... Uh, a wheelchair but she's got like a boot on her leg it's okay (laughs) the person you normally puts on the christmas pageant you know is suddenly unable to so it's the story of like this one woman trying to live up to those shoes when she also has like the herdmans these these rowdy rascally little kids who are just bullies and they're they're involved in the christmas show this year because they found out that there was like there was food that was free or something and so it's this this wild zany tale of like this community trying to like put on the best christmas pageant ever uh it's really cute so if you don't see it this year uh see it next year (laughs) it will be back you know what this kind of reminds me of it it reminds me of an episode of gilmore girls that kind of like very nice wholesome just like community Mm -hmm. 
uh, looking I at different seen, characters. I haven't seen Gilmore Girls, but it it gives me Full House vibes. I can definitely see, like, okay. a very special episode with, like, Stephanie or DJ, like, doing a, a show or a Christmas show. Like, yeah. so that was Best Christmas Pageant. Uh, but at the time of recording, we will have had a audition workshop for the youth on Saturday uh, just to get them prepped. You know, some of these kids are having their first auditions yeah. ever, you know, make sure they're confident, you know, what the etiquette is, you know, how to feel like they can walk into an audition and like be ready. You know, I think it's only like five to seven dollars to have signed up or something. Okay. So it's just really easy. Um, and you don't have to have gone to that in order to go to the Tech Everlasting auditions. But it's helpful because the Tech Everlasting auditions were the next day, Sunday. Uh, and at my last check, we had to open up uh, new audition spots, a new, a new time slot, because all 45 uh, slots were taken. They were wow. all signed up for, for Tech Everlasting. And Tech Everlasting is going to be next month on the last weekend of January. But the the... The employees and the crew and everyone involved in pre-production for Tuck are really excited. It's going to be one weekend only, but, like, the level of production that is being provided and the amount of care that we're, like, bringing into it, I'm so excited. Like, I'm so excited to just see, like, these kids. Like, I've heard kids practicing, you know, while they're here for their, like, their separate rehearsals, Mm -hmm. which honestly is also uh, another fun thing is that a lot of the kids involved in Best Christmas Pageant are involved in Little House Christmas or they're involved in Most Wonderful Show. There's a lot of, like, um, mixing of what's going on because, like, we can have three shows because everyone wants to participate. It's amazing. Um, That's amazing that we have three shows going on for, I, I guess it's... Well, we're having three shows uh, out of, like, five weekends, yeah, essentially. But so, I, I mean, that's pretty... Yeah. That is pretty jam-packed. We I are feel pretty so busy around here. Anything I can do for Chaz, our TD, like, please, Chaz, would you like a parade? Would you like someone to paint? <laughs> like, you have, like, three different kinds of sets, and some of them, like, overlap, you know, but it's, like, three different kinds of sets, and he's also, like, doing pre-production, like, thinking about what's going into Tuck, mm-hmm. like, into next, like, next year. It's... Ooh, he's putting together some beautiful sets. There's some beautiful, yeah. like, stained glass work yeah. behind audience members. And, it, I mean, he's he's putting in the hours. He definitely will deserve that holiday that break. That holiday break up. is going to be good. I hope he takes it, truly. I hope he does. I hope so, too. Um, And then, so that's Tech Everlasting was on Sunday. But we have more auditions happening, like, literally the next day. Uh. So earlier this week, we had auditions for uh, Hearing Our Say, the Delaney Sisters' First 100 Years. was originally a book, and the book was then turned into a Broadway play in 1995, and we are going to be doing um, that in February, but we're starting to look now because we really want to make sure that we give it the like due diligence that it needs to have a really stellar performance. Um, and so I believe we held those auditions over at Alliance Bank. We just wanted to like be out a little bit out in the community, you know, like have some more visibility. And then we're we're still not done. <laughs> that's only the we first, got more auditions. That's don't you just worry. like the, that's the first seven days. Yeah, that was really busy, and that was just the first seven days of December. That was the first seven days. That was the first seven days. Well, okay, so we have we have four performances. We have three performances. And we've discussed one of them, and we've discussed... Two sets of auditions, though. Three sets of auditions. Three sets of auditions. And we've discussed two of them. So we've had one show and two auditions within the first seven days, and a workshop. 
We've had one show, a workshop, and two auditions in the first seven days of December. And that's why I say there is literally never a dull moment around here. <laughs> like, even when you think we're in between shows, no. Even if we're not actively, like, rehearsing, unlike we are actually actively rehearsing for three shows yeah. right now, uh, there is no down downtime in between shows here because we are constantly mm-hmm. gearing up for the next one in some capacity. And if we're not gearing up for the next one, we're looking to next season, trying to see what we can yes. do to get ahead there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, moving on. Uh Next weekend is is a little slower. Uh, the tenth through the twelfth, we have a little house Christmas, and that's that's all we have scheduled that okay. I can see. <laughs> that's all we have scheduled for next weekend. Uh, well, this weekend. That's all we have scheduled for this weekend, uh, the tenth through the twelfth, and it's Laura Ingalls Wilder, and it's Pa and Ma and her sisters, and they're just you know celebrating Christmas the way Little House did, and there's a. Uh, it's for men and it's for adults and children. Um, so it's going to be a bit more geared to adults than the way best Christmas pageant was. So best Christmas pageant ever is more geared to children just because the cast is so like the ensemble outnumbers the like main roles by like, this is a wild overestimation, but like seven to one. It's insane. There's so many children. Um, the children's program here has really been growing since this summer. Oh, like, yeah. Typically, you guys put on how many children's shows I think, throughout the year? I think two, two. Two, maybe. But, yeah, seven children's productions. Uh, and some of those were in collaboration with Transformation Waco or other sponsors. So, like, the... But very involved yeah, this year. If and we were so- hosting or we were teaching... It was a whole bunch, and so it's so cool seeing the kids, like, at rehearsals and being like, I know you. You were the coach and Descendants, or I know you. You were the, like, I don't, the, the butler in Alibis. Like, I know you, and so that's fun. Um, Some of the kids I've also talked to, I've heard they've, they've kind of developed their own community amongst themselves yeah. within their classes, and they, they know each other now from the shows they've been mm-hmm. part of, and I know a lot of them have returned for these Christmas shows. Yeah, it's so exciting. It's just so much fun seeing, like, them just being more comfortable with themselves and being more comfortable, like, you know, outside of their homes and being themselves, you know, and what was a foreign environment and just, like, coming to be as comfortable here as we are. We're literally sitting in a costume closet, costume room, and it's amazing and fun because we've developed this bond through theater. So, Absolutely. And we don't talk about this enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is our first full-length episode that is dropping, but uh, as we said a little bit in our introductory video um, previously, yes, we are sitting in a costume closet. There is a reason why this is called Costume Closet Chats. But don't don't, uh, be misled. This costume closet is... The size of a master bedroom, if not larger. I, I was absolutely shocked when I worked walked in here for the very first yeah. time. Uh, I wish there was a visual component to this podcast. There is not <laughs> at this time. Maybe in the future. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. But it is lined wall to wall with racks and racks of clothing. And then we have the middle part of it where we just decided to put... A middle wall of clothes. Ball gowns, dre- uniforms. Clothing racks. like Everything you could possibly imagine. 80s wear, flapper costumes. I feel like I see a nutcracker or like a... I don't a, doubt it. The English guards over at the castle or palace or whatever behind you. Like yep. that's... 
There's some fur that I definitely saw in the Halloween, the Halloween musical for the wolf. You never know what you're going to see in here. Truly, you have no idea. Yeah. Um, so, yes. But the Christmas. Christmas shows. Uh, so, that was this pa- this upcoming weekend. The 10th to the 12th was A Little House Christmas. And tickets for that are $12. Um, but there is a student military senior discount for 10 Awesome. Mm-hmm. And so, then... Our final weekend of shows is next weekend, and that's going to be the 17th through the 19th, and that is our final show of the year. It's called The Most Wonderful Show of the Year, and what that is is it's kind of like MTV. That's the theme this year. So we have uh, we have the Partridge family, and we have the Beach Boys, and we have Jose Feliciano. Like, we've just got the whole gambit of, like, different, like, songs that – on MTV, we have we have a we have a DJ, or what what is DJ disc jockey? We have a video jockey, uh, and that's gonna be played by Riley Lore. Um, I think there's two video jockeys actually, um, and so they're just gonna be like presenting the acts, and they're gonna get into it. It's gonna be like a little plot, as if you're actually watching and being in the audience for like MTV's like holiday special back in like the 80s. It's gonna yes. be so much fun, um, and so that's next weekend. But, in addition, we have our Sondheim tribute auditions on the 18th. Mm. So, so sad to hear about that. As we all know, um, unfortunately, uh, Stephen Sondheim passed away at the end of last month. And so, we saw an outpouring from the Broadway community just talking, you know, about... Beyond Broadway, just like the arts community talking about what a lasting impact he had on their lives. Yes. And it's just the timing of it come of his of Tick Tick Boom coming out and the importance that Stephen Sondheim like played in Jonathan Larson's journey, like only to have then like Stephen Sondheim pass away after that. I will cry. It's just art is so important and having like legacy. What is a legacy? Um, it's it's art. (laughs) <laughs> it is. It's performance. And I feel like this time of year, people really start reflecting mm-hmm. on, like, like, people get very reflective in general. Yeah. So they start thinking about, like, legacies and all that, and especially family, you mm-hmm. know, both by blood and by choice. Uh, but I do think there's a beautiful component that music plays. I think we can all have, like, we can all think of maybe one holiday song that mm-hmm. when you hear it comes on the radio, just kind of takes you back to yeah, a certain place a specific memory you have associated with it yeah. like whether or not like because for me uh it's i want a hippopotamus for christmas <laughs> <laughs> i would i sang that because you i don't know if you know this but i'm like kind of dramatic um <laughs> i would i mean working in a theater no. no um but like so i would love playing up that song to my neighbor and like i don't know why i ended up singing it to her but i did and this was like when i was in high school even like i was not a cute five-year-old like singing this no this was like fully like 16 right um with my neighbor but now every year whenever i go home i like it's like, okay, well, I have to go sing this for Miss, An- Miss Andrea. Like, okay, this is the tradition. And I can think about it. And it's never going to be the same as it was, like, that first performance. But, like, I listen to it. And I'm just like, oh, that's so sweet. That's so nice. And, like, just the way the memories, like, bring you back. Or, you know, breakup songs. You know, you have breakup songs because, like, the music hits you. And it hits you in such a deep way that even ten years later, you're like, Ryan, how could you do that? my heart is broken but now you're like 10 years later and I was like mm, 
yeah, it wouldn't have worked out, but I'm going to sing this song. I'm going to pretend that I'm as heartbroken as I was like 10 years ago. This is the worst day of my life. Nobody understands me, mom. I think Christmas songs, maybe Christmas songs are the the breakup songs. Of the year? (laughs) Of the year, because then you immediately have to go into a new year following Christmas. And I think think we're on to something. But yeah, so music is featured in a lot of, like, in Holiday Inn, you know, or yeah. in Christmas movies and uh, Blue Christmas, shows. you know, like all of these, like, these classics and these standards, you know, and they've stuck around for so long because it means something, you know. Yeah. We have, like, the pop hits, you know, but it's like the pop hits of the decade, but, like, only only a certain few, like, stay, you know. Not everything can be a call me maybe, right? <laughs> I mean, wham, nothing. Say no more. Say no more. Last Christmas I gave you my heart. Talk about the ultimate breakup Christmas song. Oh, my God. That's that's a doozy. That's a, that's a double whammy. That's a double <laughs> a whammy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yes. Um, so, next weekend, with, with this, but bringing it back to music and legacy, it's because... We're having our auditions for our Stephen Sondheim tribute concert, and that's going to be on January 22nd, barring any changes, but that's what it's in the calendar for. Gotcha. So we're going to hold the rehearsals for that. Uh, I mean, we're going to hold the auditions for that on the 18th, I believe. On the 18th, yes. Of December. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So, and the links for that should be up uh, by... Uh, the publish publication of this episode. So check out our website, wacocivictheater.com. Uh, yeah, all of our information for auditions is on there, as well as tickets. If you want to purchase tickets, um, go ahead, purchase them on our website, or feel yeah. free to give us a call like, at mm-hmm. our box office. Our office will be closed the 20th through the 24th. Also, it's it's Sunday. We will be technically open on the 19th because we'll have a show that day. Um, but the office should be opened back up again on the 27th. So, because people are off doing their own Christmas traditions, mm-hmm. just like I mean, we have we have uh, we have one Christmas tradition we do here in mm-hmm. in the office. We decorate. We are super excited to be doing that. Yeah, we uh, last night I was with Philip, our graphic designer, who you will meet in future episodes. Uh, we were graphic designing away, and as we were doing that, Melissa was like you know what? Melissa's our box office manager who many of you uh, will have either spoken with or will speak to because she is a star at getting you your seats. Um, but she was like, maybe, maybe I'll decorate the, op- decorate the lobby right now. So right now our lobby is under full like uh, decoration construction right now. Just trying to get it peak, peak holiday standards. Full tinsel and garland mode. Oh yes. But that is, that's the end of all the things we have planned for December. Um, it's gonna, we're gonna close out with a bang, but it'll be fun. It'll be great to see, you know, the final product that these, everyone has been working on since November. Yeah, I think auditions were happening in November, so been putting this on for about a month. With three separate casts, I mean, that's a lot to manage. We have quite a few people, as I said earlier, who are involved in, in, like two of the productions. I don't think we have people who are involved in all three because I think that would be running them like ragged. Yeah. But the fact that people are able to be involved in like two productions, you know, running concurrently, one weekend only, and like learning those lines, learning those parts, learning that choreo, learning the staging, like all of that is just so impressive. And it's just like, 
it's because they love theater. It's because they love it and they just want to perform and they just want to like, like celebrate their talents. And it's just so great to see from like the oldest to the youngest, you know, old faces, new faces, like everyone coming involved. And we're going to um, start trying to recruit and train more people to be on the crew of like backstage crew for our shows. Because, you know, Chaz works hard, but you know, like he could use a little help, you know. So if you have uh, an urge to volunteer, send us an email. We would be more than happy to get to know you and just grow the community that we have here and something we're going to be talking about in a episode coming up pretty soon is the fact that we are a Mm non-profit everything uh, that we do here is only by the the grace of the community and the support of the community Mm -hmm. and so volunteering and donations look like many different forms for us we have a lot of people you know who do do like monetary, but others who donate, you know, their gifts, their talents, mm-hmm. their old costumes and their clothes. costumes, their props, or yeah. even the people who do the concessions for us, you know, yeah. like we have a pretty, I think they're NTL, which we might need to cut. I don't know. We'll just cut. But we have the people who do concessions too are like yeah. really vital to the atmosphere and just the running of like every show, like. Especially this time of year, I think it's... Mm -hmm. You're in a mood to be very giving, volunteering, Mm -hmm. and so if you're looking for volunteer opportunities, uh, don't hesitate to reach out once again. You know, we we love new faces around here. Me and Melissa and Chaz are all, like, relatively new. Melissa, I think, has been here the longest out of all of us. I think she's been here for a year or two. Uh, Chaz started in the spring, um, maybe, like, just last year. Like, he might have just passed a year here. And then I was here as an intern, um, but then I came back last fall. So, but I just came on board as a staff member in September 1st, I think. So like just when you were coming on board is when I was officially on board. So we're, hey, we're all having fun and we're all learning. We are. It's a good time. I'm really excited. I am too. I'm excited to see what the second half of the season looks like yeah. as we begin to wrap up this first half i'm excited to see everybody do their bows i love when the people do the bows and everyone's clapping it's like yes, yes. celebrate their work they work so hard and then go relax with some hot chocolate just just relax you know maybe Rest just like voices drive around just look at the christmas lights mm. you know we love a little light spectacle couldn't name a better way to to finish it out a show precisely pretty good yeah pretty good. well well, it was, up. it was great talking with you. It was great talking with you, too. I can't wait to hear um, you and Philip what you guys have to say about the nonprofit status and what fundraising and volunteering looks like more mm-hmm. at the Wake Pacific Theater next time. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. All right, I'll see you next time. See you. And thanks for listening to us. We had a great time. I hope you enjoyed it. You're listening to Costume Closet Chats with Wake Pacific Theater.